You're listening to the Heart and Soul Podcast, where we celebrate vulnerability and shameless living. No topic is off limits when you're chatting with your besties. Let's own our worth and walk empowered towards truth together. Hey, y'all. Hello, friends. Welcome to um, episode four of season two of Heart and Soul. We have our favorite voice back with us this week. (laughs) Hi. Chelsea's back. I had serious FOMO last week, so appreciate Macy stepping in for me. May's face. She killed it. Um, It's my first time. The first time either of us weren't on. I know. It was weird. But honestly, I'm like, we went over a year. Yeah. Oh, we had a great run. missing it, so... Yeah. We had a great run. And one day I'll need someone to step in for me. Yep. One day. So it's going to happen. We're, hum- We're human, okay? Thank goodness for... Thank, thank goodness for Macy's Macy face. and friends like her. Um, how are you? I'm pretty good. I'm cold today. Yeah, it's freezing outside. This morning I woke up and I was like, holy crap. I had to go take the trash out. And it was very cold. Yesterday too. Yeah. Well, I feel like yesterday wasn't quite as cold today just feels worse yeah today feels frigid we took Wrigley to the beach yesterday afternoon though because Jordan had the day off but he ended up having to do a few hours of work because they've been doing this whole new like project thing I don't know it's all over my head but he had to go into the office for a few hours and eventually he called me he's like I need to get out of here like (laughs) can you just come pick me up and we'll bring Wrigley to the beach that was cute see I was wondering why y'all did that because it was so cold yeah I know (laughs) it was cold but honestly I love days like that where we're just like the only ones there the only ones there she just loves it so much and watching her on the beach is like literally one of my favorite things in life she's just so so happy. happy and she just runs and runs and runs until she poops herself out and then she'll have to like lay down in the sand and then as soon as she sees Jordan get back up with the frisbee, she's like, all right, I'm back. So eventually, we're like, we have to be the ones that are like, okay, Time to let's go home. go home because you're going to hyperventilate. So yeah, that was fun, but it was very freezing. freezing. I think today is even, even colder. It's always cold in January and February, and I always forget that it is. Because like, it's so warm before. Yeah, I'm like, oh, we have great winters here. And then... And like, not that it's bad. This is great in comparison right, to what a right. lot of people go through. Well, I mean, waking up to it being like under 30 degrees is not that common here. Yeah, that's like. true. That's what I thought too. It was like 25 this morning or something like that. I mean, hey, we haven't really had much of that at all. So I'm like, all right, I'll suck it up and take it for you know? the next, what, like probably two months left of coldness. Yeah. But it feels like, I don't know. I feel like we wait for fall for forever because it stays hot here for so long, but then it still feels like winter just drags. Well, fall's so short, too. We've been talking about the weather for a long time. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> We're like, we knit this episode is just like, what's the weather? Alexa, what's the weather? Meteorologist, <laughs> Chelsea and Catherine. Um, uh, how was your trip? It was good. We went to the mountains, and our parents actually came down one night that we oh, were nice. there. Oh, nice. Both yeah. of them together? Uh-huh. That's fun. Which my my parents are not, like, mountain people. Well, really, my mom doesn't like the mountains because she has a serious fear of heights. So even, like, driving through the mountain roads is, really, like, really hard for her. Yeah. That's kind of cute. It's um, But we convinced them to come up, and it was fun. And Jordan and I stayed a couple extra days longer, and 
we went to the cheese factory there, picked up some cheese for our friends that wanted it, and took Wrigley to the park there so Jordan could play disc golf while I just I saw that. watched Did him. Did he ski? He didn't end up skiing, thank God. He wanted to go ski, but I don't ski. I've never skied a day in my life, and so I was like... I don't know nothing about you. I've only skied one time, and I'm not a skier either, and Michael's a big skier. Well, next time, I you know. can come with me, I and know. then we'll have like each other, because... I feel bad because he's talked about going for forever. And so when he does, it's always just with his, his guy friends. And, like, I want to go and learn, but I need to go with friends who also don't know what they're doing. Because yeah. I don't want to, like, hold other people back that want to yeah. go have fun. But I also don't want to be by myself. Yeah. Just, like, doing nothing. So. I um, Michael goes every year at the same, like, around the same weekend to ski with his guy friends. They're actually going next weekend. Yeah. Because I just. they going soon? They're going to Vermont this time oh wow and then like last year i think they were in utah and the year before they were in colorado so they like try and go somewhere different but they're like dang yeah like snowboarders wow yeah and i'm not not i'm a beach girl me too through and through same give me a tan and a margarita and i'm good i could see it being fun i think i mean i grew up in new york and like loved sledding and tubing and all that type of stuff but i never I, like, attempted to get on a snowboard down a hill or two, but... Didn't work out. Yeah. It's not, like, in the mountains. You know, I lived on Long Island, so there wasn't anything crazy. Are we talking about the weather again? (laughs) (laughs) Talking about snow sports, okay? (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Oh, we're we're rusty, y'all. It's been two weeks. We're old. We're old? (laughs) This is what we small talk about. Um, What about um, any happies and crappies? going on in your life um why don't you go first it was just your birthday oh yeah well my happy <laughs> oh who, me yeah. um yeah my happy was it was my birthday on friday and i had a great little celebration we went to dinner on friday night with chelsea and jordan and macy and troy and my mom and nick mm-hmm. <laughs> and michael and we yeah. uh went to brasserie had some drinks and um, then stayed for dinner and that was awesome. And then f- Saturday morning, I did eat my leftovers, by the way, oh, good. Cause Michael and I were about to eat all of them. It was so good. Remember Jordan was like, you're not going to eat that. And I was like, yes, I will. What was it called again? Rigatoni bolognese. Was so good. It was good. Um, yeah. And then Saturday, I don't know why I don't do this more and you get it cause you're from Raleigh, but it's really so easy to just go there one morning and come back the next day. It is. And, like a day trip. Yeah. And I'm a big day trip girl because long trips sometimes like stress me out because I'm not great at not being in a routine. Same. So it was really nice. To, we left Saturday morning with like a group. There was five of us and we met a friend there. Um, went to Raleigh. Went to like that tavern or that market. It's like a food oh, market. The Morgan Street food hall. But it, this is another one. There's two. Oh. One was Morgan Street. One's like tavern I think. I think there's a new one. I haven't been to either of them because they built them after we uh, okay. here. They're awesome. But so we went there for lunch time. and then we went to um, Boxcar and got like drinks and played games. Love Boxcar. It was fun. And went to that chocolate shop across the street and then we went yeah. to sh- shop for a little bit and then went to this amazing restaurant, which have you been? You said you haven't been, right? To Burry Ravana? Have you been? That's our favorite restaurant in Raleigh. Okay. Heck yeah. It's everything. It's so good. So good. So many people messaged me while 
you messaged me while I was there. Mm-hmm. And Leah. And, like, so many other people. Hey, Leah, what's up? Yeah. So many other people messaged me, like, oh, my God, that's my favorite. Yeah. And it it did not disappoint. It's not, It's made the list of, like, top ten places in the country, like, several times. Yeah, now. it's only in New York and Raleigh. I was like, it's random. They have, a, they have a New York one? They have a New York one. Oh, I didn't even know that. Um, maybe not the brewery part, but the Bavana. Like, they have the restaurant. Oh. That might be newer? Uh, maybe. Because they opened, so I think it's the same people that own. They're from North Carolina. Yeah. There's another restaurant that's, like, on that same street, but, like, a, few, a couple doors down called Vita Monda. Okay, someone was telling me about that. And I think, I want to say it's, like, the same owners or something. Like, the same people started it. Um, and that place used to be this, like, um, what was it? I'm pretty sure it was, like, a Irish pub. And they turn it into this big open, like, I mean, there's, it looks like an atrium. Like, the middle of the restaurant is, like, all, like, skylights, and it's a Ooh. flower shop. I'm talking about Brewery Bona. Yeah. It's so cool. And and it's also a bookstore. And, and it's got, like, cute little knickknacks that they yeah. sell, like, candles and things like that. They brew beer, obviously, and then they have... Um, Asian dim sum. Food. So you can order, you could order like a main dish too, but you really want to go and order like all the dim sum. We ordered every single appetizer yes. on the menu and then we all what got an favorite? entree. The dumplings were really good. Um, I ordered the sweet chicken for my entree. We had, we ended up like all ordering entrees and then splitting them. So I don't know why we didn't like order less entrees yeah. because it just was ridiculous. So much food. <laughs> yeah. But, um, well, we all got, we all kind of got something different and got to like split it all. Nice. So yeah. And I was, there's not one thing that I was like, this is bad. So I love the bow, like the little soft bow bun. Oh yes. Yes. And then the barbecue one. Yes. So good. One. And then the, um, the moon cakes. They're like these. Yeah, we got those. I don't know. And they're cut crusted and yeah. so good. I don't it's know like exactly pie. what's even in them. They're like, like pastry. Yeah. Yeah. And then they're filled with. There's meat in there. Beef, I think. Yeah. And then there's like a scallion little dipping sauce. Oh, man. It is good. So good. So, yeah, that's my happy. I had a great weekend. Came back Sunday and um, still got like back in time to do our Sunday routine. Yeah. Um, so Sam it was great. Salmon Sunday. Got some work done, got prepared. It was great. Good. Um, Crappy, we are still in like a battle for this home. I don't know if I brought this up last week, but yeah, basically the house needs a new roof and we just had a lot of issues in negotiating with the seller about um, just like helping, helping us out by filing a claim. Really, it's that simple. Like we're kind of at the point where we're like, we'll pay the deductible. We just need you to file the claim because right. we're worried we won't get insurance. So we're still in that battle this week. And I am just praying that something changes in his heart and we get to have this house. And if we don't get the house, then I have peace of mind that it's like not our house. Yeah. Because right now I really feel like it's our house. It is. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like hard to, it's hard to, um, like get out of that lane when of you're like, so, and especially when you're you're a woman, like you're emotionally tied to like an inanimate object, yep. and, and then like in your mind, I've already decorated it. Everything is in a cart at every location <laughs> that I'm gonna purchase things at. I already have my carts filled. Like yep. all I have to do is press order, order, and like my house is decorated. So yep. it's like, I don't know, little things like that are done in my head, and so I've already moved in. 
I get it. I've emotionally moved it. I totally get it. I know. And it's such like the whole process is such a emotional like back and forth because you really just don't know until you literally have the keys in your hand. Yeah. So it could happen. Anything could happen. So, and my mom always told me that because like she works in real estate, but, and I saw all these like crazy deals all of her career, but I never like understood it, I guess. And now I do. Aren't you supposed to follow up like? Friday or something? We sent in a new due diligence request yesterday evening. Gotcha. Friday we did a verbal request, and that didn't work, obviously. So Mm -hmm. we got it in writing, signed it, and we sent it over last night, and we haven't heard anything yet. But we have till Friday before our due diligence runs up. So um, we have some options. We're just not great ones right now. Bummer. Yeah. That's a crappy. Your turn. Hmm. Um, let's see. We had a good weekend. I would say that would be my happy. How was Casey Ray's wedding? It was really fun. Um, she looked gorgeous. She was, yeah, she was the sweetest thing. Um, obviously Friday was so fun. We hadn't gotten like that crew together in a long time, I feel like. So that was really fun. Felt like yeah, old, old times. times. Like last year, I feel like that we did that all the time and then everyone got busy so busy like I don't know what happened so many careers happened yeah but like we're all still doing the same thing but I guess it's just in an elevated way this year yeah so it's been a little more difficult to get together um and then Saturday we went to a really beautiful wedding at our wedding venue so it was fun to be back there it was our first time back since our wedding so it's fun to like you know be nostalgic and we met some new people and we got sat with like some really cool like people our age that, that we you didn't, didn't know. know. Nice. So we had fun with them, and then um, what the heck did we do Sunday? I'm trying to remember. Like because yesterday was a holiday, the whole rest of the weekend is like a blur. I think we just had like a nice relaxing day at home together. Yesterday didn't feel like so a holiday. Mean. I know. Well, it's really not. Like I mean, I still work. I know. Me too. <laughs> I was like, I don't really feel holiday. Yeah, but. And like I said, Jordan had ended up having to, to go in, but, oh, um, so I kept like feeling like, wait, is it Sunday or is it Monday? Because he was gone for a little while and I got into my grind and then I was like, wait, I keep thinking it's Sunday. Anyway, I got all discombobulated. Um, crappy is, I don't really know. I guess just like being cold. (laughs) It was pretty crappy. I'm just, I'm just, like I said last time, like I'm just so ready for spring that every time I see that it's pretty drop crappy. In the temperature again, I'm like, oh, oh, come on, just get us to spring. I so, know. Yeah. You know what has been happy though the last three weeks? What? Bachelor being back. Yes. So true. Even though it's not the same watching it alone. It really isn't. Why don't we do, why don't we watch it together? We should. Because we're both watching it. Yeah, we should. Okay. I'm sure Jordan wouldn't mind me, like, coming over here because... Yeah, or he, he could even come, around. too. Oh, he hates watching it. Yeah. Michael's pretty into it. Last night, watching The Bachelor, he fell asleep next to me, like, four times and snored through the entire episode. Oh, my gosh. What and an old like, man. Babe. Can you, like, are you going to, can you just go to bed? Yeah, like, like, get out. 
I'm trying to watch this show and you're snoring next to me this whole time. And he'd and he'd wake up and kind of get up and then he'd lay back down with Wrigley and like romance isn't dead <laughs> instantly. And I was like, I just don't understand. Like, I say that all the time. He's the same way with going to bed. He hits the pillow and I can count down from ten seconds and he's snoring. Yeah, Michael's like that too. I'm it's like, really annoying. She's very jealous of it. I'm jealous. I'm also it's all the things. I'm annoyed, jealous. Yeah. <laughs> covet it it's all yeah. it's everything because <laughs> then it's like if i don't beat him to falling asleep then i don't because he's snoring so and then i'm up yeah. yeah so anyway all right so bachelor let's just do a little recap recap <laughs> recap i mean i would say it was a recap because it was an awful episode i really didn't like last night's episode at all it was too much about alaya who doesn't like who isn't a big contender no and w- which really confused me because he seemed to okay back it up so, I don't love how Sydney even made that a thing. Like, basically, she just no. doesn't like Alea for yeah. no reason. Yep. And wanted to get her out of the house. And so, she really did, like, yeah. blow something that wasn't blow upable out of proportion. 100%. So, I didn't like that. I. It's not that I love Alea either. I just don't think she did anything wrong. Like, she didn't deserve agree. that. Yeah. I was actually, like... I'm not like a fan of her by any means because I don't really, I don't know her well enough to mm-hmm. feel one way or the other. But I was honestly like, dang, everyone's really putting her on blast, and I kind of feel bad for this I, chick now because, and Peter, the way he handled it was atrocious, yeah. like so ridiculous that I was like, this poor girl is being sent on this like roller coaster because he would talk to her and be like, I have a really good feeling about you. And then someone else would say something to him. And then he'd, he'd pull her side again. For it, and then he'd put her on blast in front of everyone. Or he'd talk to her again. And she's like, I can't win for losing. Like, here I am thinking you're confident in me. Everything's good. And next thing you know, she turns around and is like, actually, I don't think this is what I think it is. And I was just like, first of all, the whole episode being about it was so boring. And the fact that every girl talked about it, I was like, Waiting for at least one person to be like, you know what? Who cares about that? Yeah. Let's talk about us. Like, but every girl. And that's why, like, I don't love the girls on this I season. hate, literally, I hate all of them. Except, except Madison. Madison and Kelly. Kelly. Same. Same. I literally hate all of them. You don't even like Victoria P now, do you? No. Yeah. I liked her. I did like her. And then yesterday, I was like. She's so insecure. You know, you're, yes. And the way that she put that whole thing and was And he like, loves her. Here's my theory on why Alea didn't want producers to know. I think she told the truth. Like, Hannah and um, Kaylin had such a blast about their relationship. That's exactly she didn't want what that to I, said. I said. She said that to Peter, though. She was basically like, I didn't want it to be a big deal because I know it's been a big deal in the past. Like, right. well, she I didn't want that to be a storyline. Story because that's exactly where my mind went when I was like, I don't blame her because they pitted Hannah B and Kaylin against each other against each other because they happen to be like pageant rivals and then look what that did and it was ridiculous. So I don't blame her for just wanting to go in like with a clean slate. Yeah. So and honestly, why else would she like Victoria P didn't even say, oh, she didn't want us to say that we knew each other because she used to be mean to me or like, yeah, or like any other reason other than what she said. So I was like, What's the point in being mad at that? Like, who cares one way or another? Yeah, it was so weird to me. Everything everything was just like, I felt like it was such a waste of an argument. She was like, yeah, and she, I mean, I'd, I'd say she's like 
pretty open to the opportunities that are coming. Well, duh, aren't you? I'm like, duh, the rest of these freaking 30 girls are too. Why else are they on here? They don't know Peter's going to be the bachelor when they sign up. Yeah. I know. Nobody knows. That was Nobody another knows. thing that annoyed me is like, they're acting like they all made the decision to go there for him. They right. didn't know. They got casted. You, you see the commercials during the break. Yeah. So that it's like, like, do you want to be on the next that, bachelor? Yeah. Yeah. They don't tell you who it is. It's Ugh. so dumb. Yeah. I just, I just thought this episode was so silly and... I felt bad. I, I don't think Alea is for Peter, but... I don't either. I felt bad for her. I don't I think she should have gone home. And I don't... Also, this is like something I saw on Twitter today, which I could not agree more with, is um, Sarah Coffin is the new grocery store Joe. Like, we didn't get to... We didn't get to experience her, and I feel At like she, he made a huge mistake sending her home. Yeah. I think I think she's the most beautiful. She was. She's stunning. She but seems you, like, to be really never cool. Heard her talk. N- they never put gave her any camera time. Yeah, that's weird. And like, I started looking at her Instagram to see if like maybe she was like a a dud, and she's funny. Yeah, I'm like, this girl got no. Well, whatever. Then she doesn't deserve it. <laughs> like, I mean, he doesn't deserve her. Yeah. What was really frustrating me too with yesterday's episode was Peter. I realized two things. One, he's exactly like Colton. Because he would be like, well, she said this, so blah, blah, blah. And when he called Sydney out on, like, in front of everyone, putting her on the spot like that, I was... I hated that and I liked it at the same time. Because so much of that behind-the-scenes stuff goes on, like, where people are talking about each other behind his back. And I felt... uh, Behind each other's backs. And I felt like during that, he was trying to, like, make a point of, like, if you're going to say something, people are going to know. Right. So, like, let's dish it. Let's hash it out right here. But also... Who cares? Like, the drama between the girls should never... I mean, obviously, the producers and whatever have something to do with it. But, like, that's not the reason you're there, Peter. Like, why are you making this whole narrative about drama between these two people who don't like each other when you could actually be getting to know... Yeah. Like, be getting to know all these different girls and just figure it out for yourself. Make your own decision. Like, Colton was the same way. Like, oh, I guess... I have to question everything if someone else said something to me. Like it's no, insecurity because they talk think to that someone else and f- like talk to that actual person and figure it out. Yeah, I was very confused though, like why he felt such a strong connection to Alea because before this, before he pulled her aside like sixteen times in this episode, I never like saw anything between them. Well, that's my second point about Peter. Is he has a strong connection with everyone. I have a really good feeling about you. Every single person, he said, I have a really good feeling about you. You just have so much love to give. You really you're really genuine your heart. and real. I just feel like you're so genuine. I can see your heart shine through. Like every single girl, and he's like giving them all hope. Mm-hmm. But because he's saying like I have a really great feeling about you. I feel like this this could work. He said that to like at least. He said five it to Kelly. Them. He said it to Victoria P. Madison. He said it to Madison. He said it to Alea. He did say it to. He Alea. said I have a good feeling about you to McKenna. Yep. So, I was... I'm, look, I like Peter. I do. But I was last night just like, dude, what are you doing? You act, you're you acting like a little naive baby. Just figure this stuff out. Last night just felt like a filler episode to me. It definitely was. It I was, was like, like the this is just on. house drama that we don't care about. Get us to the other countries. It was like the Luke episode last year that was like... With Hannah B's season, that was such a filler. Remember when it was like, let's go back and recap. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and we're like, 
What the heck? We were just watching that. <laughs> we just watched the season. It was last week. Literally 30 seconds ago when that happened. Because, yeah. Yeah, I think that this season, though, is going to be keep. I think it's going to be really good. Even though I don't love the girls, like the preview and stuff that they showed. It I looks know, like it's just going to. I am still kind of sticking with the theory that he ends up with Hannah B. I mean, I hope he does. I do too, but I feel like, I, I don't know. I feel like that would be too predictable if that was the thing. Like, you know, the producers just knew this too. But he also said this season cannot be spoiled. He used those words, which it seems very crazy because. How? There's so many people on set. There's always a chance it can be, right. it can be spoiled. And. I just feel like the only way that it couldn't be is if, like, he didn't pick anyone from his season and then he ends up with someone else, a.k.a. Hannah. Right. That wasn't there. Like, maybe they are back together. I'm, like, going so crazy. But maybe they are back together and, like, nobody knows that they're back together. I don't know. That would just be awesome. Someone mentioned to me, like, well, I wonder who it is that his mom is saying, bring back our girl. Yeah, I know. I'm like, and I his said, mom loves everyone. Right. It literally could be. I said be, the same thing. I was or like, it could be figurative. Mom. Like, just bring back a girl. I don't care. Right. I, want a, I want a daughter-in-law. <laughs> like, anyone. Yes, that's exactly what I said. I was like, honestly, you've seen how attached she gets so easily. Yeah. So it could literally be anybody. It could be a producer. <laughs> she's like, bring her back. I really liked how she was at, at her house filming. I think she's a sweetheart. I love his parents, Uh, but they're so emotional. Yeah. We'll see. But how crazy is it that Victoria F. dated Chase Rice? Okay. When I saw that preview, I was literally cracking up. It's too good. The producers are evil. That was so good. She was like, um, I dated Chase Rice. (laughs) I was like, oh. His face was like... (laughs) Which is so mean of the producers because they knew. They absolutely knew. And they're like, yeah, we're going to go on this date. Chase Rice is going to be there. You're going to dance and do your thing. And he's like, oh, awesome. And then, like, like, she's like, oh, P.S. Like, we totally hooked up. Oh, man. That got me real good. I was like, that was so worth. Victoria F. has a lot of things going on. I I don't like her. Also, we need to talk about lingerie. Lingry and Finasco. Finasco got me more than Lingry for some reason. This is just oh. one big Finasco. I was like, I'm sorry, what? Can we rewind? So it reminds me, um, you know that show that I was telling you to watch, The Circle? Yeah. I need to watch that So show. it's really good. And whoever is listening who hasn't watched that show, you definitely should. It's very entertaining. Highly recommend. Um, but it reminded me, like, there's this guy on there who is playing, like, you could go on and either play yourself or you could go on and play, um, like, a catfish. And so he went on with his girlfriend's picture because he wanted to play a woman. And he kept saying, um, like, I went in as a woman because I thought that I would resonate more with people. <laughs> and I was like, he keeps saying resonate, and no one's correcting him on this when it should be resonate. Like, resignation is when you like resign. resign from a job and he kept saying that and it just reminded me like these poor people like no one is correcting them and they're gonna be on tv and people are gonna talk about this forever and ever and the producers are gonna nail that 
And oh man, when I didn't even hear the finasco part because I think I was. I heard that clear. Someone. I think I heard that more clearly than lingerie. The lingerie though, I got had to go me back and watch so that. So good. It's like this really cute pajama lingerie set, and I was like, "Have you literally never heard someone say the word lingerie in yeah. your life?" Also, like, have you ever heard the word lingerie? No. Like, are you like, oh, that's got to be what this means? I was like, was it on a cue card or something? It had to have been. She, it ha- she had to have been reading it. Because there's no way you don't say lingerie when you're just talking about it. You're, when you're looking at the word, it phonetically doesn't really make much sense. Right, because it's French So or she had to have been reading a cue card. Had to have Had been. to have been. How can you be that? I mean, unless she thinks that that's how it's pronounced. Which is actually the best thing I've ever heard. <laughs> if that's how she thinks it's pronounced... <laughs> I'm just imagining her at bachelorette parties. I'm imagining her. I just can't. Victoria's Secret. I'd need a new lingerie set. It's so bad. Lingerie. Oh, Lord. Um, There's this podcast I listen to called. Oh, Nick Vile. He has a podcast called Vile Files. And he's terrible at grammar. Uh And but he has a producer who always calls him out on it. And it's so funny because like she's on the show with on the podcast with them. So he'll like mess up a word. She's like, no. Like, wrong. <laughs> but he always does it. I'm like, how do you not know these words? That's great. I saw, like, a meme or screenshot of one of his tweets from last night that said, Kelly is way too normal for this. Yeah. And I was like, yes, I agree. That's why I like her. She's stayed out of all of that. She's just been, like... Yeah. When Peter was like, what true. do you think about this process? And she was like, well, it's, like, really not, like, normal, but... Or when she, <laughs> when she said... Yeah, so a lot of my clients are going to be seeing their lawyer in lingerie. Yep. yep. Or lingerie, whatever you want to call it. Same me lingerie. Yeah. So good. It's, I mean, I think it's safe to say that these girls in this show and this obsession that we have is very unhealthy. Yeah. But we, mm. do, we do have something that is healthy We're, that we want to tell you about. Right. We do. So we all want to do the right things. We all want to keep our bodies healthy in the long run. And um, you know us. We talk a lot about health. We talk a lot about fitness. We talk a lot about fueling our body. Um, but there's, it's highly likely that we're not getting all the essential nutrients that we need on a daily basis. So. Insert. Ritual. Oh, good. Good. Didn't even plan that. <laughs> um, ritual is... The obsessively researched vitamin for women only. And Ritual's Essentials have the nutrients that most of us don't get enough from our food. And it's all in a clean, absorbable form of a pill. And we just got our Ritual pills like, what, two weeks ago? Vitamins yeah, like two maybe weeks ago? Not even. And let me just tell you not only do I feel healthier, but they smell so good. Mm-hmm. Have you like noticed how good they smell? They smell like mint. Yeah. I'm like, how? Normally vitamins are either gummy. Kind of funky smelling. Or they f- smell funky. This is like I just want to like squirt it on me like perfume. I just yeah. want to like fill up my clothes pockets with ritual vitamins. I love that you can like see in them too. You can see like in you them. See it's like the future. Like. Yeah. It's the future of vitamins. <laughs> um, so all you have to do is take two easy to take capsules. And those two capsules will provide nine nutrients that you need to support a strong foundation for your health. So... We have a deal for you guys. We wouldn't just be telling you about this. Duh. This old perfect multivitamin without telling you how you can get it. So better health doesn't happen overnight. And right now, Ritual is offering our listeners 10% off during your first three months. That's 10% off your first three months of getting Ritual. All you have to do is go to 
ritual.com backslash soul, S-O-L-E. That's ritual.com backslash soul to get 10% off during your first three months at ritual.com backslash soul to start your ritual today. Chelsea, I think you missed one of your happies. Yeah, you know, you're probably right. I think I did. Maybe the happiest happy of all. (laughs) Yeah, so it's been really hard not being able to use this as a happy for the last two months, Mm -hmm. but um, I'm pregnant. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, tell, tell them everything. Okay, so we were actually debating on even like what today's episode was going to be. <laughs> and I was like, well, I really want to tell the story of how I found out I was pregnant. But we have to save that for like an episode where we can really talk about it. So it doesn't take away from any of our other like really meaty episodes. So we literally just decided today that this was when we were going to go ahead and just announce it for the sake, literally for the sake of the podcast. It's for the pod, y'all. So... You're welcome. Yes. Um, but I did want to be able to finally share it with you guys because, um, like I said, it's been really hard not to when it's, like, such a big part of your life, and I'm very used to being an open book. And just, I cannot imagine. Like, that would be the hardest secret to keep. I mean, I feel like... You got to tell people you, like, yeah, yeah. are super close yeah. to, but still. I told... We told family right away. We told close friends right away. I'll tell you guys how I told Catherine and, and when, but... Um, for the most part, like just being out in the community and like working with clients and trying to still stay present on Instagram and social media amongst engagement season was like really, really hard because one, I was feeling awful. Yeah. (laughs) So like literally it took everything out of me just to even, um, answer a single email. But two, I had no clue what to talk about on online because literally my whole world had just changed and I was quite quite frankly just like processing everything and trying to figure out how I was going to handle some things and I went from teaching at the studio to not being able to teach at the studio anymore because I can't be in the hot room so like all these big major changes happened where I just I had to like hunker down and do what I felt like was hibernate for a couple of months. And so um, I'm glad that the timing was what it was, though, because it was like around the holidays. And so that was not only a fun time to share it with our family and stuff, but it was like a good excuse to do nothing and embrace the the quiet time. And but then once the holidays came and came and went, it was kind of like, all right, I was planning on using these weeks and couple months before things pick back up to like really grind and just feel like all this energy about moving 2020 new decade yeah and then it was like nope you just need to sleep and that's it yeah (laughs) so um this past week was like finally when I turned a big corner and was like able to be out in the wild again (laughs) have some more energy and yeah so the reason that I was even gone last week was um Jordan and I were supposed to go on a cruise to Haiti and Jamaica for like our honeymoon 2.0 it was some leftover honey fund money that we had 
which ended up being a whole fiasco, not finasco. <laughs> nice. See what you did there. Um, because we found out we were pregnant. We we booked this cruise in like maybe October or November. And then found out we were pregnant beginning of December. And by the time we put two and two together that there's Zika in those areas, we were not able to cancel our trip. So we ended up losing everything. And we're having to now fight a like travel insurance battle with that. But um, since Jordan had already taken those days off, we decided to just go to the mountains. And that's where we were last week. And so it was a nice little getaway for us. Even though I wasn't super thrilled about going because (laughs) all I had been doing leading up to that was sitting around watching Netflix, literally just being like such a bum, (laughs) rightfully so. But that's all I was doing at home. And so I was like, that's all we do when we go to the mountains. So like, yeah, I don't really want to go all the way out there just Mm -hmm. to do the same thing I've been doing at home. So if I had needed the break, it would have been nice, but. You were like, I'm relaxed. I was like, trust me, like I've I've had enough downtime. So anyway, it was. I'm still glad we went, and I'm glad that he ended up inviting our parents because it was a nice trip to see them and outside of where we normally get to see them. So anyway, that's just to kind of fill everyone in on the last couple of months. So how'd you and, find uh, out what what was the beginning like? So tell us the oh deets. man so. The way that we found out was so crazy. Was it planned? No. Okay. <laughs> Just wanted to make that Definitely clear to everyone. not planned. Um, so I'm trying to figure out where to start. Um, basically, I guess I'll just when start. When a man like, loves a woman. <laughs> <laughs> I think we can skip that part, maybe. <laughs> um, basically, Jordan and I, like, um, always talked about having kids one day so we knew it was something we wanted for sure um and when we talked about like when it the time came that we might want to start trying we always were just kind of like you know what we want to just like let god let it happen when it's supposed to happen um we don't want to have to stress over it and i know like to each their own i'm not saying like we'll we will never plan but we kind of just wanted to like see what happened at first um before we really had to like put all of our focus onto it um just because I you know I've seen friends struggle and I know how stressful that it can be and um yeah we just we're like let's just let God do his thing granted we weren't really like trying to get pregnant within three months of getting married we were planning on maybe that happening um in a year or two but we kind of were I've been off birth control for almost two years. And so I was finally feeling like my body would adjusted. And I would track things on my app, but not like super diligently. So it wasn't like we were very, very careful, but we definitely were not trying. We would just kind of be like, all right, this is this seems like a, an okay time that we wouldn't. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of <laughs> what ended up going down. Um, and... Ultimately, what ended up happening was I had mislogged a period, which is, this is where I see God's hand on all of it, because had these like weird things not happened, I would have never even thought to take a test, and I probably would not have figured it out until another like month or so, Mm -hmm. honestly. So 
I had mislogged a period for what I mistook as a period in mid-November. So it was just for a day. And I didn't realize that I never tracked my October period. And all of my months before that, I had it on like the 27th or the 28th of every single month. Mm -hmm. So it didn't really make sense why I would have had it in the middle of November. But um, I just didn't think anything of it. I was like, oh, just another period. No big deal. Right. So one day I had, it was like kind of a time where we winged it. I'll just say that for lack of TMI, <laughs> and I went back and logged what I thought was my November period, and my app said that that day that we, quote, winged it um, was ovulation day. And like so, the highest chance yes. of ovulation day. Yes, according okay. to my app. Okay. However, that's not actually what ended up happening, but it was why I started thinking about it. Oh, I so, didn't know that. I yeah. thought that was when it happened. Mm-mm. Okay. So, at least not that I know of, because then I would have... If it was actually that day, I would have had a positive pregnancy test less than a week later. And there's no way that would happen. It was a bold positive. So, yeah, I'll get there. But so I mistook this for ovulation day. And I turned to Jordan that day. And I said, uh, just so you know, like, this is a possibility. It says I was ovulating yesterday. But, like, you know, we're, we're probably fine. I wasn't, like, super diligent with this app. But, like, just giving you... A heads up. We'll mm-hmm. probably find something out in a few weeks when I'm due for my period. So he kind of just like got really smiling and giggled at it. And we kind of joked. He was like, Wrigley's not ready for a, a, to be a big sister yet. <laughs> we just got married. We kind of joked about it. But when he gets like that, he's either like really excited or really, really nervous. Because mm-hmm. he gets like smiley like that when he's nervous. So I kind of just brushed it off, didn't think anything of it, and literally within, like, two days of that, something in me just switched. Like, I I just felt like something was different, and I would be, like, scrolling Instagram and, and seeing, like, moms and babies, and I just suddenly wanted it more than anything in the world. Like, I wanted this quote-unquote possibility to be real, like, out of nowhere. Whereas a couple weeks before that, I probably would have been like, oh my gosh, I'm not ready, like, at all. But I think because I actually was, my mind just immediately was, like, settled about it, Mm -hmm. which it has been with a lot of different things with this pregnancy. But so all week I was being, like, consumed by it. And Catherine and I actually got together that Tuesday to record. And I looked at her, I said, uh, I feel like I could be pregnant. (laughs) And she was like, seriously? I was like, yeah, I just, I mean, look, probably not. I'm probably just being dramatic, but like there was this one time and it said I was ovulating and I've never had it like be this close of a possibility before. And I just feel like it might've been. And that was the day we recorded, um, our episode with Carly. Mm Mm-hmm. And so we kind of left. We recorded two episodes. We recorded that day. two. We yeah. did uh, Carly's and the Souls of Privileges. Yeah. yeah, you're right. And so, so we spent a lot of time together that day. We did. Um, and then later that week, I found myself like praying in the shower because I was just my whole mind was consumed that entire week, and I was like, Lord, what are you trying to tell me? Like, are you are you using this as an opportunity to tell me that I'm supposed to talk to my husband about starting to try? which I feel like he's going to think I'm crazy now because, like, we just had this one happenstance, like, moment, 
and we've only been married for two and a half months, three months maybe. And, um, you know, is this our next move or are you preparing me for something big? Like, I just need some peace here Mm -hmm. because I was starting to like just lose my mind. So Thursday, I saw Catherine again, (laughs) and we were at a coffee shop. I'll never forget this because we were doing a photo shoot there and planning for the podcast and stuff, and we both had lattes. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And we drank like maybe like half of them, right? Yeah. And we went into the bathroom together to go get changed, and we came back, and they had took our lattes away. Yeah, so sad. We were very sad. And... um. So Catherine's like, I'm going to go ask them if we can get new ones. And she comes back and they no, have no problem giving us new lattes. And I go, I don't know why, but I feel like I shouldn't drink this. Like, what if I'm pregnant? Mm-hmm. And you were like, oh my gosh. Well, she's like, you're probably fine. But I mean, maybe. You might be. So again, I just kind of... And those lattes are strong. They are. Really strong. <laughs> yeah. I don't even think I ended up finishing it. Um, and so the very next day, we drove to Ro- or to Charlotte. For and that day, you were, like, saying how hungry you were. Remember remember we were, like, driving back from Casablanca, and you were like, I'm just hungry all the time. I'm so hungry. Really? And I was like, oh. <laughs> I mean, I'm hungry all the time, too, but. That's funny. I don't not pregnant. saying that to you. But, but I, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, so, keep going. Yeah, so the next day, um, we went to Charlotte because Jordan was in a wedding for his really close friend, Carter, and we had to go to the rehearsal dinner. And on the way there, I fell asleep, and it was like mid-afternoon. Like, I never fall asleep in the car. It's very rare. So I remember being like, huh, that's weird. That's the second time I did that because for Thanksgiving, I did the same thing. I was I couldn't figure out why I was so exhausted. And um, we got to the rehearsal dinner, and I suddenly just felt awful. Like, you know the feeling when you're so bloated and gassy, but, like, nothing's going to make its way out? It's just sitting in you. And it's, like, hard. Your stomach feels hard. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I was, like, drinking water the whole day, the whole way there. So I was, like, there's no reason I should be this bloated. Like, I didn't eat anything that crazy. I I kept thinking, like, I was having all these stomach issues those couple weeks. And I was, like, am I eating too much dairy or something? Like, what is going on? So, funny enough, that night, one of Jordan's friend's girlfriends was like, I said, I don't know. I just feel really bloated. I don't feel great. I'm not going to eat that much or drink a lot. She's like, are you pregnant? I was like, I mean, I don't know. Like, (laughs) Maybe. um, It's a possibility, but I don't think so. So, don't think, again, I'm still like not really freaking myself out just yet, but um, I knew something was up. So, that night, we went home a little early. And something just felt strange about, like, you know the feeling when you get a fever and you can, like, feel your body temperature rising, like, in your mouth? Mm-hmm. Your mouth your gets mouth really hot and really watery. Hot and, like, your breath feels really hot. Yeah. I had that that night and woke up the next morning, took a shower, and the sh- water pressure of the shower was, like, excruciating on my boobs. Really? And that's when I was like, all right, something is going on. Like, maybe I'm just ovulating because sometimes that happens when you're like, mm-hmm. about to your period or whatever. But this seems a little more serious. So I got out of the shower and I turned to Jordan and I was like, babe, uh, this just happened. And he was like, what does that mean? 
And meanwhile, I hadn't talked to him about this whole, like, what was going on in my head the whole week. Because I didn't want to, like, not freak him out, but, like, I just needed to process it myself, too. And, like, I didn't want to... And you didn't know. I didn't know. And I also didn't want to, like, stress him unnecessarily if it wasn't going to be anything, you know? So... I finally said something to him because I was like, holy crap, this could be the real deal. And so um, he goes, what does that mean? I said, well, that's a symptom of pregnancy. And he just smiled at me and he goes, I'm not even kidding you. Last night I had a dream that you handed me a present and inside the box was a positive pregnancy test. Hmm. And we both just stared at each other and we were like, okay, we're probably just like, thinking about it now because it's on her mind because we talked about it on Sunday and now it's just like in our heads and yeah anyway so I was like well I guess we'll find out because I thought I was due for my period in like two weeks so I thought I was mind you reminder Mm -hmm. so um later that day I dropped him off he went to go to the country club to get ready with the groomsmen and I had some time to kill we were staying with his parents but they were out doing something and so I said all right I'm gonna go like get my nails done or something while you're getting ready and I'll just meet you at the wedding later so I dropped him off and I found a nail salon like right down the road and um it was right next to a Harris Teeter (laughs) (laughs) and so something just told me like just go buy a test and I was like, it's probably going to be negative, especially because I think it's too early mm-hmm. to tell. But, like, at least then I'll have peace of mind. Should I even drink at this wedding tonight? Like, let's just see. Something's telling me I should do it. So I went in there, and I grabbed a drink and a three-pack, the ones that let you, like, triple check. Yeah. Early response. And I just went into the Harris Theater bathroom on my way out because I wasn't going to, like, wait till I got home. Yeah, especially you needed I was, to know. I needed to know. And also, we were staying on my in-laws, so, like, I didn't want to leave yeah. the pregnancy test in there if it was negative. So, I go into the stall, <laughs> pee on this stick, and just... I, I don't even... I can't even, like, put into words what I felt like because it just instantly came up and it like was, instantly came up positive instantly came up positive like there you didn't like, have to wait there was no questions. I always wonder about that so like you can kind of you're supposed to wait like the three minutes, three minutes or but it never takes that long it doesn't usually take that long but what normally happens is like if you take a pregnancy test which is what I was kind of getting at in Parker's episode like right after or like on the day of your missed period or before that, typically it'll come up with like a very, very, very faint line. Like if there's any line, they say it's positive, but it'll be like very, very light where to the point where you're like, is that a line? Yeah. And then you're like, what? Yeah. So normally at that, at the stage that I thought it was, it would have been really thin, thin, but it just, you can see the water or the pee just like, you know, go across the the mm-hmm. screen and it just was like oh, second line was right there and it was bright Woo! like bold and I just stared at it and I was like oh my gosh and I think I cried I like laughed because I was like I can't believe this is real and I'm finding out in a hair seater bathroom and um yeah I just I remember thinking like thank you lord like I wanted this so badly out of nowhere and now like thank you for 
changing my heart so quickly that I like knew to even do this mm-hmm. because I literally would not have thought anything of it if I hadn't been like felt so strongly that whole week. I probably would have been still thinking I was psyching myself out. So, of course, I can't tell a single person until I tell my husband. And so I called him and called him and called him and called him and called him. And he did not pick up. It kept going straight to voicemail like after a ring. I was like, oh my God. Like I'm the one time. Lose my mind. <laughs> and so it turned out he was, they were getting ready in like the basement locker room of this country yeah. club. And so he didn't have service. I tried calling all of his guy friends. I was going to make up any excuse in the world to have to go back there. But I, so I drove back there thinking like, okay, maybe if I'm there, I could get a hold of him better with the service. I don't know. That was just like my irrational logic at the time. And of course he still didn't pick up. And I was like, well, I could like go in there and look for them, but I can't just like grab, I can't like tell his friends today. It's his like best Mm -hmm. friend's wedding. I don't want anyone else to know. And you don't want to like. I don't want to take away from it. Yeah. And, um, but I don't have a reason. I was like, damn it. I should have picked up like a case of beer or something at Teeter and like brought it to them or something. Just in case you run out. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, so I ended up driving back to the nail salon and I was like, well, I guess I might as well just like distract myself until I hear back from my husband because I literally can't do anything until then. So I sat with that information to myself for Almost two hours. Maybe it felt like it was almost two hours. Maybe it wasn't quite that. But I left him this like panicked voicemail. I don't even remember what I said. I think I was like, I've called you like 20 times. Please just call me back. Yeah. And um, so finally he got that. And I think he ended up calling his mom or texting his mom because we were staying there. And I think he got nervous. Like something happened or like Wrigley ran away or something crazy like that. So she's like, oh, no, she's still out getting her nails done. So he calls me, and um, I think I was just, like, trying to make small talk because I didn't know what to say or, like, yeah, how yeah, to bring it up. Yeah, what's up? He's like, hey, babe. And I was like, oh, I'm just getting my nails done. <laughs> and he's like, um, I was like, I said, when are you leaving for the church? Because they were still getting ready. And he's like, oh, probably, like, 15 minutes. Like, we're about to do um, pictures. I was like, oh, okay, never mind then. And he was like, because I was going to just go tell him in person. I didn't want to tell him on the phone. And he's like, what's up? Like, what's going on? And I was like, I really don't want to tell you this over the phone. And, of course, he just immediately knew. And he's like, are you pregnant? And I was like, yeah. And he just started bawling. And he was like, oh, my gosh, that's awesome, babe. And immediately I just started bawling because, obviously, like, made it that much more real but I was also like thank god he's like on the same exact page as me like not that I was excited and yeah not that I thought he would be anything but happy but like you know it wasn't planned so I didn't know if he would be like just a little bit stressed or like taken back by it and the fact that he was like oh my gosh the exact same page he was like honestly like the minute you told me it was a possibility like I really wanted it to happen we just didn't I think we were too afraid to say that to each other because we it was like we just got married and yeah. we we're like how crazy is this whole thing you know so that was a really special moment and uh so then I'm like crying in the nail chair and um <laughs> she had to tell the lady like oh I just found out I'm pregnant she's like oh congratulations uh, and so um he's like okay well I guess like I'll see you at the wedding and I was like all right and then he sent me this 
sweet, sweet text. I was like, I love you so much. I'm like so excited. And I can't believe she's like, he's like, I just want to tell the whole world right now. I can't, I'm shaking. And it was just such a special like time between the two of us. And so, um, finally I met him at the wedding and he was being an usher. And so he ushered me down the aisle and we had to just like hug and kiss each other and act like it was a normal hello. Yeah, Even like I'm we so like, excited to see you. <laughs> Holy crap, we're going to be parents. Yeah. And so the whole night we're at this wedding, didn't tell a single soul. His parents are at the wedding, all his friends' parents are at the wedding, like all his closest childhood friends are there and um, the two of us are just looking at each other like, oh my gosh, like what are we going to do? Like, should we tell your mom and dad tonight? Like, should we wait? I was like, Christmas is in like two or three weeks. Like we could surprise everyone on Christmas. But then I was like, then again, I can't wait that long. Like, I know. I'd have to tell my parents. Yeah. I was like, I need to tell my mom. Yeah. Um, I don't, and I was like, honestly, I feel like if I don't, she will figure it out. Like yeah. she has that crazy mom radar. Yeah. And funny enough, we text, we, um, we took a picture that night and posted it on Instagram. And Becky said to me, she's like, I don't know what it was, but something about that picture. She was like, I just knew you were pregnant in that picture before I even told her. And so. I remember the picture. Yeah. With the The, the, sequin dress. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I wonder if people are going to (laughs) know. Like, of course, then you just start like overthinking everything. And so, um, later that night we decided, all right, after the wedding, after the wedding's over, we're home. We'll go ahead and tell his parents. And then we decided to drive to Raleigh. On the way home to Wilmington, which was not on the way. Yeah. <laughs> Just to go tell my parents in person, which was a thousand percent worth it. Um, and then we decided to hold off on telling our siblings until Christmas so that we could surprise them in all sorts of fun ways, which was so worth it. But hard to keep a secret. Really hard to not tell like my brothers and sister-in-law and his brother brothers. Um, so we told like close friends in the meantime. And I was like, man, I feel guilty. Like my brothers don't even know yet. But... It'll be worth it. It was so worth it. That video is so cute. to see them in person. Yeah. And so I think, when did I tell you? On Monday? You, you told me on Monday. Because I had just gotten back from New York and I went straight to work. And you were like, are you home? Yeah. And I was like, no. And, and like, we always see each other on Tuesdays. We're like, what is the big I deal? I couldn't wait. I couldn't and she wait. was like, um, I said, I said something like, I'm at the studio. And you were like, well, I'll just wait till you get home. And I'm uh-huh. like, Okay, and you're like, I'm just going to come over. And I was like, what is happening? So then I'm like, of course, like so self-absorbed. I was like, she probably has a Christmas present for me. <laughs> like, and you did. did. And you did. did. So when you showed up with your with the present, I was like, I knew it. Like, that's so sweet. Such yeah. a sweet little Chelsea thing. And I brought you a Prosper Workshop workbook. Yes. Because um, I had just gotten them in the mail. So I was like, perfect. I can bring her a workbook so she can have it. And then I'll bring her her Christmas present. And it's an excuse to come over, even though I could have just seen you the next day. Actually, no. Parker we were, was here. Oh, we, we were, were recording. We, we were, were done. Recording. We yeah. were done recording. We had already recorded everything through Christmas. You're right. So I knew I wasn't going to see you the next day. And yeah, Parker was over here, which I was so happy it was Parker. I know, of all the people. Because um, she's pregnant, so I was like... Yes. And so I don't even remember how I told you. You had a bag. You had a... Well, no, 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 no. <laughs> how many times can I say that? <laughs> you come up, we were in the back room, you come up to the door, and you had a gift, and I don't, 
I think I said, are you pregnant? Yeah. Because you were like, no, I think no I said, you said, I'm so glad that you're here because there's something I want to tell you. You said that to Parker. Oh. I'm so I, glad that yes. you're training you because there's something I want to tell I you. Said, and I go, you're pregnant. I said, so I can tell you the real reason I'm here. Yeah. Yeah. And then you knew. I was like, you're freaking pregnant. Oh I my know. gosh. I was so happy. Yeah. So all that just to say, going back to that whole like mislogged period thing, it turned out that was like what's called implantation bleeding, mm-hmm. I think. And I just thought it was a period. But it was so um, light. It was one day. It was day. so light. It was one day. Um, and totally like off my regular schedule. So I didn't think anything of it at the time. And then when I went back and like did the math and went to the doctor and all that, um, I kind of put two and two together and was like, holy crap. Like if I hadn't mislogged that, thought I was ovulating, started thinking about it, like I literally would have had no idea. So when you did actually do it, conceive, Mm -hmm. were you on your ovulation date? I don't know because I don't – I never – you didn't log that, that. I didn't log October, so I didn't. I didn't know the exact day that I had it last in October. I knew I because there's such a short window. Yeah, I knew I for sure had it in September because I got it at the end of our honeymoon, um, which was end of September. But then after that, I don't really remember. But as Car- as Parker said the other day, like it doesn't like the day you like have sex doesn't necessarily mean it takes like two days it can be like up to five days after that which is crazy so I don't honestly like really know and when I I thought I was like okay based on what I tracked in September August July like all those months before I thought all right I think the last time I got it was October 28th and so when you go to the doctor um they don't let you even make an appointment until you're at least eight weeks so stressful that was the most stressful month of my life. Like, I literally was not stable. <laughs> um, so I was calling around all these places, and they were like, you know, when was your last period? And I just said end of October because November wasn't really one. Um, and so then when I ended up finally having my appointment a month later, um, the baby measured like seven and a half weeks at the time. And so they were like, okay, it's just a little. Okay. Sorry. Michael walked in and, um, bear started freaking out. And so we don't know how to edit. So sorry if that cut off, we are going to continue our story. Yes. But Um, we, I mean, Chelsea. (laughs) Correct. Um, so yeah, so they were like the baby's measuring seven and a half weeks. So it was really only like a week and a half off of what I thought based on the missed period. So really, they're like, were you trying? Like, were you really diligent about tracking everything? And I was like, honestly, no. I don't, I'm don't. i not really sure exactly when it happened. And so they're like, there's nothing to worry about. It's like not that far off. So we're just going to measure it based on what the ultrasound says. Because yeah. they literally go in and like measure the size from the head to the butt and tell you how far along you are, which is crazy. Um. But yeah, that immediately when we had that was like the biggest relief of my life mm-hmm. because when you, first of all, like when you're going through it for the first time and you don't know what you're doing or like really what to expect at all. And there's so many things that people tell you and things that you hear and all these things that could go wrong. Like 
before you see a medical professional, you just start, like, every little thing was so scary. Yeah. Um, like, you know, I, and I bought some books because I was like, all right, I want to read and, like, learn about what's going to be happening with my body and, like, what I should and shouldn't be doing at this time. And so I started to do that. But then the more informed I was, the more they inform you of all these other things, too. Like, mm-hmm things that could happen and go wrong and so I just started like getting a little too uh wrapped up in all of that and I was like you know what I'm just gonna trust God has got this there's literally nothing I can do to control it one way or the other yeah so now that I have a good foundation of like things that I should be doing it's normal why I feel this way I'm just gonna have to be patient and and wait to go um and so we ended up telling everyone at Christmas before we hadn't even seen a doctor, which was like a little nerve wracking. Like a little yeah. nerve wracking, yeah, because we wanted to share it, of course, with everyone, but I was like very hesitant, like, please don't tell the world yeah, yeah, yet. Yeah. Like, we were obviously sharing it with our close people, but it's still very new, and um, we wanted to wait till we were kind of above that little hump. So I'm not quite out of the first trimester, but we're getting close now, and you know, the risks are a lot smaller at this point and I've had two really good appointments and we've seen a strong heartbeat and everything is looking really really good so honestly we were just like we don't want to wait any anymore like we just want everyone to know and celebrate with us and walk this with us and um I just am excited to finally have it out in the open and not have to feel like I'm lying like I know it wasn't but it just Man, it's hard not to talk about yeah, like, such a huge I, thing. I, I, like I said, I cannot imagine. Because yeah. I'm an open book, too. It'd yeah. be so difficult to be, like... To not share what's going the on. The most... Not only the most important thing in your life right now, but, like, probably ever. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's, like... Yeah. This is the most... This is the biggest thing I've I ever and probably mm-hmm. will ever go through. It's life-changing. Yeah. And, yeah, your mind is just constantly going in so many different directions and... You know, of course, my logical brain is like, okay, how am I going to handle this with my job? And, you know, there's, that's another thing that I was like such perfect God timing was like, I no sooner decided I'm not taking any more weddings. And then I found out I was pregnant. It was like perfect timing to be like, you're going to stop worshiping your business. Mm -hmm. Not that I really was before. Like, I'm glad that I, I put in the effort that I did because now I feel stable for this next year while this big life change is happening but I could have seen myself like definitely becoming too enthralled in that at the expense of like my health and relationships and things like that so it was almost like God was like okay insert pregnancy here so that (laughs) you know exactly what your boundaries need to be now yeah like instantly everything changed and um I'm still so excited about this year and everything that's to come and all and nothing's going to change about um you know my job really other than there's a few weddings that I'm not going to be able to be physically present at anymore unfortunately but um it really just was a wake-up call yeah I don't know if I want to say it like that it was more just like a like a divine intervention yeah like a here like here's everything you need to have the tools to have this like successful running thing now and then insert baby this. Yeah. (laughs) And honestly, when I 
set out to make my business my full-time job three years ago, two years ago. I don't even know how long it was now. Probably three years ago. I knew like, okay, I eventually want to leave fitness full-time. I want to do it part-time and I want photography photography to be full-time was ultimately because when I was working full-time at my last job, I just could not picture myself doing that with a baby mm-hmm. or with children. Um, not to say that that cannot be done or that some moms don't totally rock at that or that it's wrong to do that. For me, I just literally couldn't visualize that. And I knew that I wanted to have flexibility and mm-hmm. a job that allowed me to do both, like yeah. not give up you know, my career and my passion at the expense of like having a family. And so it's just crazy that, you know, the last three years were spent building that, preparing me for it, only for it to be like the very thing that came right after I felt like it came true. Yeah. So I feel very, very blessed. And um, yeah, I just, I'm so excited to finally be able to talk about it on here. (laughs) We're so excited to... To know, well, I've known, but like, yeah. <laughs> I'm just so excited that we can like openly talk about I know. it on the I podcast know. now. And I know that Parker's episode was hard. Oh, because it was all about being pregnant. all about that, and and I mean Parker knew too, but she knew that we couldn't talk about it yet. But it's funny because I I was hoping. I mean, I was already pretty knowledgeable about pregnancy and all that because I I have a a science degree and took a lot of anatomy. But I was like, I hope people don't pick up on the fact that I kind of know a lot about yeah. this stuff at the moment. <laughs> Where I'm like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> and really, you, a lot of it, yes, I did have a good background in it, but a lot of it you don't know until yeah. you're going through it. And like, I didn't I had no idea that I'm not going to have a single ultrasound until 20 weeks. That's crazy. Like, after the first one. There's all these things that you think like, oh, you must have an ultrasound every time you go to the doctor. and Right. Little things like that you just learn along the way. And it's been really cool very fascinating stuff for sure I'm so happy for you thank you you're gonna be an amazing mother thank you and it's gonna be really cute to watch your little belly grow (laughs) I'm ready for it too because I know because you're like like, I don't feel pregnant yet but like I'm tired and I know I am I know I feel like I would want the bump to just like come out like I like I know that I'm bigger there now it just because I can feel it it's like um hard yeah, it's like firmer. I wouldn't say it's hard yet, but it's just like my stomach is not as flat as it was. Yeah. Um, and so I can like look in the mirror and I can see like, oh, I look different. It's grown. Like the circumference has grown. But to the average person, it just looks like normal. Yeah. So. Like you can still fit in your jeans. Like yeah. Everything's well, like... I have not put on jeans literally since I found out I was pregnant. Oh, really? Yeah. I've worn yoga pants and like loose fitted pants oh perfect because that's what I wear every day every single day um I've maybe worn jeans like once for my uh filming my promo video oh yeah because I and when you were shooting us Mm -hmm. when you were taking pictures you were pregnant then yep I wore jeans that time but I was I've been so like uncomfortable yeah that I have not wanted to wear them so um to be determined if they even still fit me but (laughs) other than that yeah it just feels like you're kind of hungover for like a few months and I'm ready to start, like, feeling, feeling like I'm pregnant. Yeah. Um, and you're going to be so cute. Are. Thank you. 
Uh, I can't wait to go through this journey with you, as they say in The Bachelor. I can't wait either. And hopefully you're not far behind. I know. That would be great. How fun would that be? I would love that. Let's just manifest it on the podcast today. Dude, I've been trying to manifest it. (laughs) Yeah, if y'all want, all you podcast listeners, pray that I get pregnant too. for Catherine because we want this to happen and be able to experience it together. Yeah. But at least, like, I'm glad one of us will do it first and then, like, you can come to me with all your questions because I wish I had someone that was, like, I mean, I have plenty of friends that have had kids, but, like, in a very similar timeline. Right. Because... No one can prepare you for, like, the the crazy thoughts and the wild, like, yeah. twists and turns that it can take. Um, so, here for you. Thanks. With all that. I'll man, come running. It is whew, crazy stuff. So. Well, I'm all so right. glad that the news is out there. I know. Sorry for the long episode. I'm not. <laughs> I hope that you um, enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed just hanging out together. Yeah. We That's love fun. you guys, and um, we, the three of us, wink, wink. Winky. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. Love you. Bye.